Hey, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the weekend. Hope you're doing all right. And uh, I'm praying for you. I love you. And um, was thinking about today's scriptures that we're reading today through the Psalms. Uh, honestly, I just kind of took some of my favorite verses and chapters that I love from the Psalms and um, wanted those to be in your heart. Psalm 1, not walking in the counsel of the wicked. Um, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 27, I will not fear and I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. On and on, I just, I love these Psalms. Psalm 63, the cry of David's heart for God's presence. Psalm 91, David's prayer of protection. These are just, these are Psalms that I just, I continually go back to over and over and over again that have comforted my soul, renewed my faith. And I do want to say that too, that uh, if you're ever wondering, you know, what to read, especially in challenging moments or spiritually dry moments or just moments where you're maybe even in a, in a headspace of like, man, I can't, I can't wrap my head around theology right now, or I can't wrap my head around like big truths and I'm just. I'm kind of overwhelmed, but I but I want to go to the scripture. Always go to the Psalms. Uh, Billy Graham read a proverb a day, because there's 31 proverbs. He he read the proverb of the day every day. And uh, so today's what is it the 14th? So he read Proverbs 14 today. That's what he would have done when he was alive. And then he also read five Psalms a day. So on. The first of the month, he read Psalm 1 through 5. On second of the month, he read uh, 6 through 10, on and on. And he always read five Psalms a day. And uh, and there's something there's something to that, I think. I think we can all... Okay. I think he had something figured out, right? But the Psalms are always a place that I go when I'm... Um, when I, when I, when I know that I need to connect with God, but I maybe can't wrap my mind around stories or theological truths or, and I just, I kind of just need comfort. I go to the Psalms that I'm, I'm reminded of my own humanity. I'm reminded of God's goodness and grace. And it just, it does something to steal my soul. So I love the Psalms. Um, I, I wanted to mention this as we go back to the Lord's prayer. We're going to read Matthew 6, 12 through 13. Uh, we we pray through the first part of the Lord's Prayer yesterday, and I shared with you how the Lord's Prayer is not it's not necessarily just something that you say though it's there's nothing wrong with saying it, but it is a model. Jesus called it the manner in which you pray, so it's a it's a it's a type of prayer, and. Um, Again, what started that whole moment was in Luke 11. Matthew doesn't record this, but Luke records it, that the disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And if you've been around City Light for a while, you 
you already know where I'm about to go, but it's so important for you to hear it over and over again. You never read in the Gospels. Jesus teaches how to heal. Jesus teaches how to deliver. Jesus teaches how to raise the dead. Jesus teaches how to preach. Jesus teaches how to minister. Jesus teaches how to give. Jesus teaches how to fast. The, the disciples never ask that. But they do ask teach us how to pray. I think it's pretty simply simple why. Uh, every morning they'd wake up and Jesus was hearty awake. Every morning they would be, you know, cleaning the crud out of their eyes looking for a cup of coffee or, what, or whatever they drink back then. And they're trying to get up for the day and Jesus has already been up for hours praying. Jesus was receiving his daily bread, his daily manna from heaven. He was receiving his divine instructions. You know, Jesus said that I, I only do what the Father tells me to do. Well, wh where did that happen? It happened in prayer. And then as he would go throughout the day, he would minister to people, teach, preach, heal, pray, love, encourage, give. Everything Jesus did was from that place of prayer. I said that a couple of weeks ago. In my preaching, I said, I said, prayer isn't the only thing. It just has to be the first thing. Say this out loud. Say, pray first. Say it one more time. Say, say this. Say, I will pray first. Yeah, we got to pray first. Jesus would pray first. One of the amazing things about um, the ministry of Jesus uh, we, we see this in the feeding of the 5,000 and in that ministry moment, Jesus was in prayer. He ministered to the people he taught them and he fed them. And then after he taught them and fed them, he went back to prayer. So he prayed before and after ministry. If you're, if you're listening to this, by the way, and you're a minister, it is so important that you pray before and after ministry. You pray before ministry to prepare yourself, you pray after ministry to protect yourself. You pray before ministry to prepare yourself. You pray after ministry to protect yourself. Uh, it is in prayer before ministry that you're fed and filled and cleansed and prepared what you're about to do, but it's after ministry that you pray again so that the Spirit of God can fill you and protect you from the enemy's attacks. Anyway, I could talk about that all day. So, so the disciples, they teach us how to pray. If there is a prayer, then I wish more people prayed. It's Lord, teach me how to pray. Boy, he will answer that prayer. He will answer that prayer. Jesus will teach you how to pray. Jabin, I'm not good at prayer. Jabin, I don't connect to God in prayer. Jabin, I get distracted in prayer. Jabin, I can't pray for a long time. Jabin, I run out of things to pray about. Jabin, I get bored when I pray. What if you just went to God with that and say, God, teach me how to pray. Teach me how to pray. Teach me to love prayer. Teach me to appreciate prayer. Teach me to pray with passion. 
or teach me how to pray. I, I promise you, he'll teach you how to pray. That, that is one of the greatest prayers you could ever pray. Lord, teach me how to pray. All right, so he does so. He says, we're going to start with worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We go into surrender. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Talked about that. We go into asking for our needs to be met. We begin to ask God for his blessing. Give us this day our daily bread. And now we get into a place of repentance, a place of purity, a place of doing business with God. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our debts. John tells us in 1 John 1, 9, 1 John 1, 9 says that if you will confess your sins, he is faithful. Everybody say, he is faithful. Come on one more time. Say, he is faithful. He is faithful to forgive our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we do have to confess, not deny, confess, not sugarcoat, confess. That word, uh, Confess is actually a really cool word in the Greek language. It means to say the same thing. If you're ever going to get honest with anybody, you got to get honest with God. You don't go to God and say, well, you know, Lord, I was weak, or, you know, Lord, they really frustrated me, or, you know, Lord, uh, you know, I've been stressed. Well, you know, Lord, things are crazy. No, you just go to God and say, you know what, God, I'm going to say the same thing. Lord, if you call that a sin, I'm going to call it a sin. If you call it ugly, I'm going to call it ugly. If you if you tell me to repent of it, I'm going to repent of it. If there if there's one person I'm not going to make excuses with and lie to and sugarcoat, it's not going to be God. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it real with God. Lord, I can I confess, I say the same thing. If whatever you say about this issue, I agree with you. You will you will never get anywhere with God if you're in disagreement with God. How can two walk together unless they agree? You don't, you don't go to God in prayer disagreeing with him and expect answers. <laughs> Dear Lord, this is good. You, you go to God and you come into agreement with heaven. You don't ask heaven to agree with you. You agree with heaven. Lord Jesus. Okay. God, forgive me. Anything I've done, Lord, to sin against you, forgive me. Attitudes. Oh, words, thoughts, deeds, forgive me. Cleanse me. To take away the taste of this craving that I have for these things. Forgive me, Lord. And God will forgive you. Why don't you do some business with God today? You don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to feel any emotions. You don't have to cry. You don't have to, you don't have to beg. Get into agreement with God and watch what he'll do. As we forgive our debtors, who do we need to forgive? I'm going to talk about it more on Sunday. Who do you need to forgive? Who are you mad at? 
who are you withholding forgiveness from? Let it go. I, I choose to forgive and I feel it later. <laughs> I choose to do it first. I feel it later. I don't feel it at first, but I do it. If you've ever gone to the gym, you know that, uh, I mean, for most people anyway, you, you don't feel like going, huh? But then you go and you go, wow, that was good. That was cool. Wow. Good. I feel better. Glad I did. I'm proud of myself. You know, that's how it is in forgiveness. You don't, you don't feel it, but you do it. And then you thank God you did it. You thank God you obeyed. Who do you need to forgive? Forgive him. Let it go. God, we choose right now in Jesus' name to forgive. And Father, we pray for the grace to do it. Help us, Lord, to not just say these words, but help us to be free from the evil and the pain that's been done to us. God, forgive us for our own sin. And Lord, right now we choose to forgive those who have sinned against us. Set us free from the sins we've committed and set us free from the sins that have been committed against us, Lord. In Jesus' name, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Um, I remember a man, a preacher, telling me one time, he said, here's a prayer that I pray very often. Lord, never let temptation and opportunity meet. He said, there's a lot of times I've had the opportunity to sin, but I wasn't tempted. He said, there's other times that I've been tempted to sin, but I didn't have the opportunity. He said, God, protect me from ever letting opportunity and temptation meet. When Jesus says, lead me not into temptation, you, you have to understand, James tells us that God has never been tempted and will not tempt us. He'll, he'll never tempt us. God never uses temptation. God never sends temptation. The devil does. So when he says, lead us not into temptation, he's not, we're not praying, God, please don't tempt us. We're, we're saying, God, deliver us and free us and protect us and keep us away from the enemy of our soul who is tempting us. The one who tempted Jesus in the wilderness, the one who tempted Eve in the garden, the one who tempts us. God, lead us not into that. God, help us. Temptation is not a sin. And yet at the same time, we're also praying for the supernatural protection to constantly live and the constant fight against temptation. And deliver us from the evil one. This is, this is one prayer. Lead me away from the tempter. Deliver me from the tempter, the evil one. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name, we come into agreement against the enemy of our soul, against the devil that would distract, discourage, and destroy our lives. I pray for a supernatural protection.
protection, covering and grace come upon your people from the enemy of our soul, from the spirit of death, from the thief. John 10.10 tells us he comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come against a thief right now in Jesus' name. I expose him and I, I bind him in the name of Jesus. I say no to him now. And I thank you, Lord, that the one who brings life and life more abundantly, Jesus Christ, is rebuking and pushing back darkness in our life. As we learn in the book of Jude, we say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. And we receive the life and the peace and the healing and the strength of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We give you the glory, Lord. We give you the glory that you answer prayer and we receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hey, if you're if you're listening to this on Saturday, um I'm preaching tomorrow. And you need to get to church. We're gonna have an awesome day in the house of the Lord. And I can't wait to see you. Love you guys.